0: welcome to Couple of Hidgets, your daily podcast where we go episode by episode talking about the TV show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always...
1: His wife, Penny.
0: Hi there. How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you doing today? Good.
0: It's a beautiful day out. I got a day off today, in fact, so my, uh, my usual jam-packed workday is wide open just <laughs> for
1: me today. Yes, you do work several hours, so very, very hard. Okay.
0: So the episode... It On TV it said Something Wicked Comes This Way. It looks like it's just Something Wicked. I'm not quite sure about the title of this.
1: Well, it's Something Wicked This Way Comes, but yes, it was shortened just to Something Wicked.
0: Alright. The uh, episode opens up. There's a little girl, I believe, in bed, and she's staring out the window. There's a creepy tree outside. Remind me very much of the poltergeist tree.
1: Yes, it did, now that you mention it. Mm-hmm.
0: And you see a bit of a hand come up and reach towards the window. The window pops open, and then next you see a creepy old dude laying on top of the bed with a glowing thing in his mouth, or like his mouth is glowing, like his throat is glowing, and then commercial.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and well, first when it opened up, the little girl was saying her prayers, and it, she was talking to her father because her sister was in the hospital and was like in a coma, and they didn't know what it was. And then, yes, she goes to bed, window opens. Well, first you see the scary hand attacks her. Um, Commercial, and then we cut to Sam and Dean in the Impala.
0: And they pull into Fitchburg, Wisconsin.
1: Yes, they did, and I noticed this time, and I didn't notice the first two, three times I watched it, that they had on the population sign, they had Fitchburg spelt
0: wrong. How did they have it spelt?
1: F-I-T-C-H-B-E-R-G. Oh,
0: instead of (laughs) B-U-R-G. It's
1: B-U-R-G. Interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. That's weird. I mean, because I think in everywhere else, in like the Netflix synopsis, I think they spell Fitchburg right in there. How is it spelled everywhere else (laughs) correctly, except for on the sign that they used to film this thing?
1: Well, actually, there was two signs. I don't remember. One said, welcome to Fitchburg. That one was spelled correctly, but the population sign had Fitchburg spelled incorrectly. So they had two signs side by side. Nobody Oops. noticed that one was spelled correctly and one wasn't. That's amazing. Oopsie poopsie.
0: <laughs> so Sam and Dean are pulling into town. Um, there's some children that are growing mysteriously ill. Do they first, do they have a conversation about why they're there, right?
1: Right, they do. Um, uh, Dean said that he got sent coordinates from John.
0: Okay. Uh, they're posing as officials from the centers of disease control and they head into the hospital. Uh Dean though this time gave Sammy an ID that said Bikini Inspector.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the pranks continue with between the boys, yes.
0: I guess. Is this a continuation of the pranks?
1: Um, I'm not sure if that directly is a continuation of the pranks from last episode, but they do, you know, play jokes on each other throughout the series. So, but yeah, Sam was not happy that when he looked at his ID, he says, "Dude, it says bikini inspector." And he was like, "Ah, just go up there with authority; they'll never question it."
0: Yeah, have <laughs> confidence.
1: And sure enough, the nurse does ask to see his ID.
0: Then he just quick flips it, and it's plainly obvious that he's got his face co- or his hand covering his face on the ID, and he just flashed it really quick.
1: Yes, I would not have taking that for official ID flashing.
0: Well, since he made himself look more suspicious than ever <laughs> Yep. That. Yep. So they head into the hospital and they speak to a doctor Heidecker. Yes. He indicates uh, there's a bunch of kids in town. Well, hey, wait, wait, wait. I missed this. Yeah, they find out that there's kids sick in town because when they pull up, they notice the uh playground is empty except for one kid.
1: Right, because um Sam has seen what time it is, and Dean says, well, it's 4.10. And then Sam says, hey, you notice anything weird? Because they're, yeah, standing outside this playground, and Dean looks, and he's like, yeah, where are all the kids?
0: All right, so then he asks a mother, says, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of kids going sick. Parents are afraid. They think it might be contagious. Then they head to the hospital. I skipped over that part. Yes. Okay, so while they're in the hospital, then, they initially run across... This old lady, too, sitting in a room with an upside-down cross, and she looks spooky as hell.
1: So right away, Dean is kind of suspicious of this woman, for some reason, although they don't say quite yet why he's suspicious of her.
0: Yeah, so they go to this Dr. Heidecker, and they get shown the kids, they're all in, like, ICU, and he just explains that their uh, white blood cell count is lowering, and it just seems like their bodies are shutting down.
1: Right, and they're not responding to any antibiotics, and so that's why they're kind of wondering why the white set blood cell count is still going down. But yes, nothing seems to be happening. He said he was going to call the CDC and was glad that Sam and Dean were there.
0: So they get talking to a parent who brought in his second child now. And they realize, they're like, hey, I know someone who's not going to be at home for a while. So let's go check out this dude's house. So they go and break into that guy's house to check in for some clues to see if this has supernatural background to it. And sure enough, they find like a rotting handprint outside the kid's window.
1: Right, because the father said, um, first when they talked to the father, they asked if someone could have you know, gotten in the house from the outside. And the father's like, Well, no, because it's a second story window and there's no ledge on it or anything. So he assumed that his daughter opened the window. But yes, then um, Sam noticed his handprint and asked Dean what, you know, what leaves that kind of handprint. Um, in the meantime, when Dean was in the room, he did have his EMF meter out just to see if it was maybe a ghost or something, and, and nothing came up with that. So their first clue something supernatural was indeed was a handprint that Sam found.
0: Yeah. Um I think Geez, I'm trying to put piece together then how they they leave there and then is that when they go to the hotel Um No yes. there's a flashback actually Dean then has a flashback cuz uh, that handprint he's seen that handprint before when his dad went to Fort Douglas to fight it so he knew what they were fighting then at that point
1: Right, and this Fort Douglas, Wisconsin, I was looking up does not exist. There's a Fort McCoy and a Camp Douglas that are close to each other, but there is no Fort Douglas, Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, that's pretty wild how they just put those two together.
1: Right, right. Um. So yeah, Dean remembers face, his father facing this creature before in this Fort Douglas, and so th- he assumes, well, this must be why Dad sent us the coordinates, he wants us to finish what he didn't, And Sam's kind of curious, oh, that's not like Dad to not finish a hunt. What happened? And Dean is very evasive and does not answer him.
0: Yeah, but they know that they're going to be fighting a Striga? Striga. Striga. And uh, no weapons can harm it. The only thing that uh, can harm it is while it's feeding to hit it with uh, consecrated iron bullets.
1: Right. And I assume by consecrated, they must mean something that a priest has said a prayer over or something like that.
0: Okay. I All don't
1: right. know for sure, but that's what I think it means.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So they go and uh, check into a motel. Uh, what's funny is there's a little boy there at the motel checking them in and said, uh, one king bet or two queens? And then Dean's like, two queens. And then he looks out, sees Sam. And then the boy's like, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Some pretty homophobic humor, but it was funny, I guess. Yeah, because
1: just this look on Dean's face, like that little smart ass.
0: Yeah, the mother comes in, relieves him, and says, hey, go take care of your little brother. And then while he's even walking away, he kind of flashes Dean a look of, I know what you're up to.
1: Right, because he so, while well, he says to his mom, they want two, two queens, then his like looks at Dean like, yeah, right, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas he makes a comment, funny kid.
0: Yeah. So S- Sam uh, knows that knows about the Striga. They do some research and figure out that it disguises itself as an old woman. Well, they've discussed and They're like, hey, I know where there's a creepy old lady right at the hospital. And all these sick kids are around the hospital so they head back to the hospital break into this old lady's room
1: well and don't forget she had when sam Not when sam when dean saw her in the hospital her the cross in her bedroom was upside down so that's truly a sign of evil inverted cross cranky looking old woman yeah gotta be the striga
0: so they go in there uh lady sitting in the dark with her eyes wide open like a creep sam's behind dean creeps up around side and gets closer and closer (laughs) and close i mean barely practically breathing on her right and then all of a sudden she wakes up oh who's there what are you doing and uh they're like oh we're the maintenance man goes oh fix that crucifix i've asked four times (laughs) And then they realize, oh, this is just some old lady. Some, yeah. What's really dumb is the crucifix was just like tipped upside down on a nail because all he did was just push it and it fell correctly the right way. So some other kids must have put it that way for her. And why she couldn't have just tapped on it to push it back, I don't know.
1: Well, because she's blind and she probably, uh, how, but how she knew it was upside down, I have no idea. But I just assumed she was blind.
0: Uh, yeah, well, then someone was screwing with her then if she was blind.
1: Must be, yeah.
0: That's mean.
1: <laughs> it's not mean to pick on old blind people. And it's not, hold on, I'm sorry, having dog issues. It's not pick on, uh, good to pick on young blind people either.
0: They head back to the hotel and find out that the youngest child, Asher, is sick, is sick and been taken to the hospital. Same symptoms as all the other kids. Dean insists on driving the mother there and then goes and interviews the doctors again
1: um yeah i'm just trying to read it. and while he's at the hospital and he calls sam who happens to be at a library and sam's been doing research on um, similar occurrences like this in the area or not just in the area but where a lot of kids get sick or die or whatever um, and he mentions three towns that it has happened in in you know, cloning um the fort Fort, McQuay, Fort Douglas, which we know doesn't exist. But then he mentions Black River Falls in 1890. Now, if you look up Black River Falls, Wisconsin in 1890, something really strange did happen. Um, it wasn't a streak, but something really, really strange did happen in that town. Because there are a lot of, well, I'm sorry. I just wanted to not give it away what happened. But you know, let us. Well, st- you
0: can't just say, look up this town in 1890, something strange happened, and then move on. What are you talking about?
1: Well, there are a lot of deaths, a lot of suicides, a lot of really, really strange things with people just up and disappearing. Um, uh, one woman, she found a, a, like a mole or something on her back. She thought she had cancer, so she dosed herself with kerosene and lights herself on fire. Just a lot of, seemed like mental illness in that area at that time.
0: All right. So, it, it finds a photo, and in the photo can sees Dr. Heidecker. Um, Clearly, so they kind of piece it together that this Stryka, I'll never get that right, has been living in the Wisconsin area for the last 100 years or so and comes out and feeds about every 15 to 20 years.
1: Right, and then they figure, hey, this doctor's got, you know, great, he's in the hospital, people trust him, he's around, knows the area, knows where all the kids are. What a perfect disguise to hide during the day. And my dog is outside barking her full head off. Harley, knock it off!
0: Sorry. All right, so they know now that it's the doctor, or they're pretty sure of it anyways. Um, I, there's no other logical conclusion, I guess. And so they know about the uh, that it's vulnerable at feeding. Uh, the only problem is... Um, what is the problem <laughs> I, I had a thought on the tip of my tongue
1: well and before, i think the only problem is is that probably that they had to use the kid as bait
0: yeah but they, they know that it's not vulnerable
1: right and but even before that um sam finally gets dean to to say how come you know all about this how why did dad not finish the job so we have another flashback where Sam is sleeping as a little kid and Dean was bored so he decides to go play video games um, when he comes back he you know, notices the light is on in Sam's room and the door is closed and he slowly opens it and there's the Striga trying to consume Sam's life essence well he grabs a gun but before he can shoot it John comes in and tells Dean to get down and so he shoots at it and it doesn't kill it so that's how it got away.
0: Sorry. Okay. Can I talk yet?
1: Yes, yeah, so now you can talk. This is,
0: I don't know what's up with our timing today, but this is awful. <laughs> it is. It's not good. Um, so yeah, it's, now we know why John has sent him. It's some unfinished business from when it, Dean was a kid, in fact, uh, got away on him. So John sent him back to finish the job. So they go and they convince the uh, older of the two kids, Asher, no, Michael.
1: Michael. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they go and talk to him and tell him the truth about what they do and what's going on and basically ask him to help him out. They go back, they show him in the room go and discussing like, hey, you know, most adults wouldn't be a bait for some crazy supernatural thing, uh, let alone a kid. Well, right then the kid knocks on the door and asks, hey, if I do this and you kill him, will my brother be saved? And they really don't know.
1: Right. They're just at this point assuming that if they kill the striga then all the kids will be okay. But even though they're not sure, Michael agrees to be bait.
0: Okay. So does convince them to set up and be bait. Sam and Dean then are in the next room. And they've got like a closed caption, closed caption, closed circuit TV, some sort. They just have a TV camera set up and then hooked up in their TV or a TV in their room. So they, uh, they're they observing them, and they just wait. And sure enough, the Striga comes in and starts feeding.
1: Starts, yep, sorry, go ahead, starts feeding on Michael.
0: Yep, starts feeding on Michael. Uh, the boys storm in and start shooting at the monster, but it doesn't work right away.
1: Right, they think the monster's dead, but before you know it, it wakes up and attacks Dean and throws him around, attacks Sam and throws him around, and then goes to suck Sam's life force out of him. And then while it's feeding, that's when Dean takes the fatal shot.
0: Yeah, I don't think it worked before because he wasn't like really feeding. He was just getting prepared to feed. So right. when he's actually, like when there's, I don't know, Sam's life essence coming out of his mouth, uh, that's when it actually works. And then... When he's laying there, dead, we see a bunch of other little life forces then float away and go back uh, like the next day, the next night. I don't know. Time is like irrelevant in the show because it switches from day to night so quickly in this right. episode especially.
1: Well, this I'm assuming because this happened at night. Um, Sam mentioned it was 3 o'clock in the morning before the Striga showed up. So it was the next morning. Um, Michael's mother was back from the hospital. And Michael asked how Asher was doing, and Asher's doing fine. And Sam Dean asked her what about the other kids, and she said, yes, they all seem to be doing fine. They'll all be able to go home in a few days.
0: Yep, I guess the end. There's nothing else to the episode, is there?
1: Um, no, not really. Not that I can think of. Just that, you know, they were very happy that they that they were right, and that once they killed Estriga, that all the kids were, were okay. Um, had the Strigan not gotten taken care of, uh, what would happen is basically the life force would have just ebbed out of all these children and they would have all eventually died. So Dean feels, hey, one win for the good guys. I was able to complete some unfinished business. And we'll also in the, sa- in the episode, Sam mentions that now he knows why Dean always follows Dad's orders because the one time he didn't, almost got Sam killed.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of uh, Sam and Dean's relationship in here, you know. I think uh, Sam kind of appreciates Dean a little bit more for his protectiveness and uh, realizes that he was kind of a little jerk as a kid. Uh, But Dean, you know, obviously is always going to take care of his little brother. So all of those are kind of reflected in both sets of brothers in the episode.
1: Yes, Michael feels very responsible for his younger brother Asher, whereas um, Dean feels very responsible for Sam.
0: yep um anything else in this episode of note
1: no i just you know called out the the goofs on the fitchburg not being spelled correctly they're not really being a camp douglas wisconsin or fort douglas there's a camp douglas and a fort mccoy not a fort douglas other than that that's all i can think of you think of anything else
0: no, there's really nothing too much to this. I mean, I'm not going to ask you. Do you really believe in streakas? These witches that can hover over and suck out your life force? That's ridiculous.
1: No, and I was doing some research after we watched this episode, and according to Wikipedia, take that for what it's worth. They're actually more like a vamp- They're a witch vampire type thing. They allegedly suck the blood out of children at night, and that's what drains their life force. So. Some of the lore was correct that they had in the episode, some not quite so correct, but it was pretty much the same thing. Life force, children, sucking it out. One thing for sure, that town that they
0: had in here definitely does not look like the real Fitchburg.
1: No. and it's like a
0: lot more like Vancouver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and even the hospital, they called it Dane County Memorial Hospital because Fitchburg, Wisconsin, isn't Dane County. There is really no Dane County Memorial Hospital. That's that's wild that they
0: try to get... So many facts, like close, but they don't just hit it dead
1: on. No, sometimes they're better than others. This one, they just didn't seem to get it all all right at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> they got a lot of it wrong, is what I'm trying to say.
0: What was this about the Simpsons? Well, tie into this episode.
1: There, are th- when Sam was in the library and he mentioned three towns that the Striga had. Um, hit earlier other than Black River Falls was Ogdenville and then he mentioned a couple other towns and when I was reading the blurb on it on Super Wiki it says something about these were three towns mentioned in a Simpson episode I don't remember what that Simpson episode was about but that's that was the tie-in with the Simpsons
0: yeah I was checking out really quick here to see if there was any details on that but
1: no. Yeah, if you go to uh, the Super, I think it was a Super Wiki that I was looking at when I read that. I should have written that down. Sorry, I didn't.
0: I guess there's a lot of references to The Shining in Supernatural because that old lady is in room 237. And that's the room in uh, The Shining where Jack meets the ghost.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Um, so that's kind of cool. I guess if you, you know, if you're a horror fan, you pick up on stuff like that.
1: But I know I've seen The Shining but it's been a long time since I've seen it.
0: Yeah, it's a good film. Um No, I I really don't have anything else. This This is this whole episode is really you could take it or leave it for me. It's pretty mundane other than it's nice to see a little back backstory of when they were kids,
1: but Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah. No, you're right. It is good to see the little backstory and also good to see why um, Dean is so obedient to John all the time and doesn't want to not follow his orders and possibly screw up again like he did when they were kids. So it's good to see that.
0: Yep. Well, if you're a kid, don't screw up. Come on over to our Facebook group, Armchair Hunters, and uh, join us to con- have a conversation about this and all of our other episodes. Uh, you probably found this on a streaming service, Spotify, TuneIn, Link. now. <laughs> that's really <good> jobs. <laughs> iTunes, uh, all those things. Um, we have a website, though. It's pretty select. it's got all the really mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. a couple of links um, that's all I really have for today. How are you
1: doing? Well, that's it. You already mentioned the Armchair Hunters on Facebook. And that's about it. All right. You have a nice day. All right. Have a, have a great day. Bye.